everyone. Welcome. Amanda Grace here with you. Cyrus is actually laying down to my left. I'm sure he's going to pop up at some point and say hi to all of you. Uh, welcome to those watching in the United States and around the world and to our Ark of Grace team and our moderators. Thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. I'm going to open up in prayer. And then Dr. Kirk Elliott is here with us to help us make some sense of what's going on in the world right now in the markets and, and to give a biblical perspective on it uh, as well. So we're going to bring him in in a few moments. So I'm going to open up in prayer. We're going to jump right into it. Get your questions ready because he is going to be answering viewer questions as well. Okay, so Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, we come before you. We praise you. You are almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality, and might. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise due your precious holy name. Father, we humble ourselves before you this day asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives so you your will your power become more in our lives we acknowledge you sent your son jesus christ yeshua hamashiach to the earth and the word became flesh and dwelt among us he was the passover lamb the sacrifice for our sins he died at calvary he purchased us by the shedding of his blood he made a show and spectacle of the enemy before all of creation in the heavenlies after he was buried he rose again in three days appeared to many and then ascended back into heaven to take his victorious right place at the right hand of the father where he rules and reigns forevermore father god and we honor that before you this day father in the name of jesus christ we invite your presence in the presence of the ruach hakadesh the holy spirit in to fill this place to lead and guide us in all wisdom counsel might power and the reverential fear of the lord father we ask that you would lead us guide us be father god a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path father god lord we just praise you and we thank you that you are the author and finisher of our faith you are the potter we are merely the clay father god you are the one that gives us utterance father lord we always say by the power of the blood of jesus christ by the spirit of the one true living god may only the truth and power of almighty god with authority now come forth in jesus name father we give you all the glory today amen and amen okay amen Amen. And Amen. and here comes Chris in. There's Cyrus. He just popped up. Huh? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Chris uh, thinks I'm actually going to eat while I'm interviewing Kirk Elliott. <laughs> not going to do, but he's bringing me a drink and food live in the middle of all of this. See, he Kirk is going to get an education being on Ark of Grace because we constantly have things happening that are like totally off script. There he is. Okay. All right. Let's bring in Dr. Kirk Elliott. <laughs> Hi. I'm uh, now I'm hungry, Amanda. So what do you do? Would you like some? Sure. <laughs> this stuff goes on all the time. They'll tell you. My team will tell you that that helps produce this. That this goes on all the time. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh huh. Good. I'm glad you're to take. Cyrus is probably going to jump on my lap at some point, and he looks like a woolly mammoth. He's so big. Okay. Welcome. Well, it's so good to be with you. It is good to have you finally on because you have a lot of, uh, you make a lot of sense of what's going on in the world and in the market. So I'm going to let you talk about all of that first and then we'll take viewer questions. Perfect. Perfect. So, you know, the biggest thing that's happening right now, and, and here's where I, I want to start with 99% of the people that call literally hundreds of people every single day call our office. They're mm -hmm. paralyzed with fear, 
right? So, I mean, mm-hmm. they, they don't know what's happening. They're, they're afraid they're the mark of the beast and their retirements are falling apart. And so, yes. mm-hmm. so here's where I, I, I always encourage them. And I pray with so many people every single day. It's like, you know, the, the, so the story where, where Jesus was walking on water, right? And so you've got the disciples in the boat and they're, they're wondering, it's like, man, Jesus, what are you doing out there? There's a storm. And so, so Jesus told Peter, he said, well, come to me. Right. And so mm-hmm. Peter, what did he do? He's seeing his master out there and he says, okay, I'll come to you. So he took that leap of faith. He walked out. He was walking on water too until he realized it's like, oh my word, these waves are big and this storm is raging. And then what happened? He started to sink, right? Because he changed his focus from the solution to the storm. And mm-hmm. so many people right now are focused on the storm. It's like, no, there is a solution. God gives us wisdom, understanding, discernment, creativity exactly. to navigate through this, right? And so, so, so many people are surprised by what's going on. I am not. I, nor, I'm sure you're not. No, nor, not neither am I. <laughs> yeah, nor is God, right? Because no. here's where, so Revelation 13 uh, 16 through 19. So it's talking about the mark of the beast in this passage, right? So mm-hmm. it also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, right? So, mm-hmm. so that's key to what we're going to talk about. So central bank digital currency, um, this is what I believe is that system, right? So, so what exactly is it? So we're all used to central banks, you know, issuing money, printing money. Um, Since early 1900s, the Federal Reserve Act allowed our central bank to print money without discretion, Mm -hmm. right? Because they abandoned a gold standard. And so then politicians could just print money at will whenever they wanted to. So, So, but in, why could we do that in America? Well, we had in, from 1944, the Bretton Woods Act basically made the U.S. dollar the world's reserve currency, meaning all international settlements uh, between country and country were traded in U.S. dollars. It had built in demand for our currency. So when you have built in demand for our currency and other countries need it, Mm-hmm. Well, then we can print whatever we want because other countries are still going to need it. Yeah. However, you lose that. And what have we become like any other country in the world? If you lose that, no different than Venezuela, Argentina, mm-hmm. Cyprus, Greece, Zimbabwe, you name it. Mm-hmm. They don't have reserve currency status. And so when they print money without discretion, it's like, oh, oh, now nobody will want it because you're viewing it like monopoly money. Yeah. And then so so that lack of demand will cause massive inflation. Well, even with this demand built in, we're we're starting, we see massive inflation. But timeline, fast forward to 1971. President Nixon took us off the gold standard completely. So not even countries could settle in US dollars or in in gold anymore. See, the the Bretton Woods Act and, and the Federal Reserve Act, you know, basically said, Citizens of America, you can't use gold anymore. We're closing that window, but countries still could. That changed in 1971. So we're just fiat-based currency, meaning you could just print money at will. Well, 1973, um, we we actually got um, reserve currency status on steroids, right? Mm-hmm. which is a petrodollar. So all oil settlements all over the world 
were traded in U.S. dollars. This is all changing. Okay. Right? And on, I saw a message, a, a prophetic word that you had stated on July 3rd, mm-hmm. where you talked about one of the bricks falling out of the BRICS nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that happened on July 10th. Yes. So when India fell out. Right, so India backed out. That was a shocker, I think, to a lot of people that maybe they backed out. And the first time the Lord said anything to me about it was April 27th. It was it was April. It was either April 27th or 7th, 2023. It's on the blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the first time he had mentioned uh, the bricks and what was going to begin to happen to them. And then he reiterated it the beginning of July. And when he does that, I know it's imminent. Yes what's about to occur. Yes. So, and it was imminent. (laughs) It happened like within a week after that. So, so here's where, why is this important? Because it's showing a fracturing in the system that they're trying to establish. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so, but this, these BRICS nations, when you add all of them up minus India, it's still well over 50% of the world's population. Mm -hmm. India made it like two thirds of the world's population, right? So, Mm -hmm. so it's still a big deal. It's still a big trading block. And so, but what are they trying to do? They're trying to usurp the U S dollar, kick the U S dollar out of the sandbox. So they're the only kid playing in it. Right. So, Mm -hmm. because they want to be the world's reserve currency, they want what we have. Now they've got uh, on August 22nd of this year. So another four weeks away, they're having a meeting in Durban, South Africa. So why Durban, South Africa, right? This is interesting. I think there's a lot of significance to that yeah. because okay. if, if you're w- wanting to be the world's reserve currency and you've got Russia and China as your two big like com- countries, um, why wouldn't you have the meeting in Shanghai or in Moscow, right? Why not one of your crown jewel cities? Why pick the smallest country in the BRICS nation and not even use one of their crown jewel cities like Cape Town or Johannesburg, right? Mm-hmm. No, they picked Durban. So, so the significance of all of this, I believe South Africa is the largest gold mining country in the world. And Durban is in close proximity to the Durban deep mine, which is actually right outside of Johannesburg, but one of the largest gold mine in the largest gold mining country in the world, right? So, yeah. so there's significance to that meeting. They're going to announce to the world, hey, look, we've got this BRICS currency and we're going to back it with gold, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to entice people into the system. So how do we know that they're going to do this? Well, A, Russia, the Russian embassy posted about three weeks ago, we're really excited for the BRICS common currency and it's going to be backed <laughs> by gold. Okay, you don't you don't need to speculate, right? They actually yeah. said it. They're announcing so, it, yeah. They're 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 announcing it. So mm-hmm. so there you go. It's like okay, not, not so so this is all happening. And but we have basically talked about how this is going to be happening for the last half of year, because when you look at these central banks that that make up the BRICS nations that poo poo gold, it's like no, that's just an ancient relic. You know, you want our system, right? Well then why would China be owning 2,600 tons of gold, Russia, 1,600 tons of gold, Mm -hmm. Turkey, 700 tons of gold, India, 400 tons, uh, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, over 200 tons each. That's, we're not talking about ounces or pounds or tons. No, these are tons. And a ton, one ton is 2,000 
2,000 pounds, and in each pound, there's 16 ounces mm -hmm. of gold, right? But we're talking about hundreds or thousands of tons. Yes. So they're using gold for one of two reasons. Okay. Number one, to use as this carrot to say, hey, everybody, look at our central bank digital currency. It's backed by gold. We want you into our system. Yes. Because once you're into our system, you're not getting out. It's like one of those scary movies where there's always yep. the dumb person that goes yep. to the door. It's like, I think I'm going to go behind that door. It's like, no, don't go in that door. You're never coming out. Yeah. This is that, I believe, that carrot, wanting people to come in. The reason I say that is there's billionaire investors in Germany that had money in HSBC Bank in mm -hmm. Shanghai that wanted it out. And you know what? They said, nope. Not unless you provide 20 years of verification of your income, you're not getting it out. It's like, what? But I'm a billionaire. It's like, we don't care. And so who has 20 years verifiable source of all your income? Nobody. Yeah. So Thank once you. it goes in, it's not coming out. How do we, how else can we actually say that they are going to control your money and let you have it or not have it? Well, because Revelation 13, 16 says, unless you are part of the system, you can't buy or sell. No. So, you know what I so, find interesting about that? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something in there. It never says anything about barter. No. Is it that says, interesting? Well, uh -huh. it it just says don't take the mark. It doesn't say that that's the only game in town, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. so here's where so just exactly. don't take the mark, right? Yeah. There's going to be other things, and I'll get to that before we're done. But I want to talk about this system. And okay. why I think this is the beast system. So, so let's look at the timeline of central bank digital currencies. We can go back to the Federal Reserve docket OP1670 on August 9th of 2019. Okay. So this one basically outlines the FedNow app. So what is the FedNow app? So central bank digital currency is a digital repository credit and debit system that's, that, that basically is the new currency, right? It's, it's, the central bank's new digital form of money. But you still have one problem. You have yeah. to attach you and your money to that system. The FedNow app, which is on your phone, right, is, is the tunnel from you and your money to that system, right? So, so April 1st, um, basically on, on this docket number from 2019, uh, there's going to release it in 2023 or 2024. Sure enough, that happened. On April 1st of this year, Federal Reserve on March 15th said, we're going to start releasing this with four international money center banks. And by July 18th, just a few days ago, right? Well, 10 days ago, whenever that was, um, we want full implementation of all banks, small, medium, large, and credit unions. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean everyone's going to have that central bank digital currency. It means that now they can market it to everybody and it's going to have a snowball effect. Mm -hmm. So, that was in, in 2019. Now, whenever you have a Federal Reserve docket, um, we, we put, they put open comments from Federal Reserve Board of Governors, economists who wrote the bill. So in 2020, there was the comments on it. In, that, in there, and we can look at the Federal Reserve website for this, they, they noted something. They were talking about the definitions of money, how it's a unit of exchange, and how it's a holder of value, right? It has a $5, $10, $20 bill, it has value, and you can trade it back and forth to buy things. That's what it is. They added another function of money. Mm -hmm. That is as a means of social control. It's like, mm -hmm. what? Since when is, is money a means of social control? 
Well, since they actually control the purse strings and whether you can buy or sell, this yes. is what they want. So let's move fast forward. March 9th of 2022, um, Executive Order 14067, Biden passed into law, hey, we're going to use central bank digital currency in this country. It's okay. the Ensuring Responsible Development of Digital Assets Bill. So March 29th of 2022, Dr. Pippa Malmgren, the, one of the main economists at the World Economic Forum, was speaking in Abu Dhabi, and she, for the first time, announced what programmable money was. So wow. this is the basic foundation of central bank digital currency is programmable money. Meaning if we don't like your digital social profile, we don't like your social credit score. We don't like you for any reason. We're going to cut you off from your money. We will reprogram who the owner is. So she basically said that was one of the basic elements of central bank digital currency. Now, fast forward to this year, March 6th of 2023, Bank for International Settlements releases Project Icebreaker. Project Icebreaker is simply says, we're not going to wire funds from bank to bank unless the use of the funds matches our ideology. It's like, okay, here's go back to social control, right? And what they want money to be used for. Then go to May 31st of 2023, just a couple months later, Bank for International Settlements has Project Aurora that's released. I'm so, going to tell you something so interesting when you're done, Dr. Kirk. You're okay. going to find this fascinating. Go okay. on. I'm going to okay. tell you. Yep. Okay. So Project, Project Aurora is real-time transaction monitoring of every person and every company in every bank in every country. Pretty much everybody who has a bank account. Why would they want real-time data monitoring? Well, so they could cut you off from buying or selling if the use of your funds doesn't match up with their ideology that's matched to your digital social profile. See, the way that this would work mechanically, and they brag about this, right? They're basically saying, um, okay, let's say that you give to a church, um, any church. Okay. And they say, well, wait, this church, they, they, they have hate speech. They don't like things like us. We, they, I mean, they're against, they're, they're pro-God, we're, we're anti-God, right? So we're not going to allow that donation to go through. So, or they've, they've said uh, just two weeks ago at a meeting in China, one of, the, one of the main speakers, economists for the World Economic Forum said, imagine a world where we could have programmable money and we can cut you off from buying or selling. We could stop all drug purchases. Yes. We could stop all pornography purchases. You know, everyone's cheering. We mm -hmm. could stop all ammunition purchases. It's like, oh, wait. <laughs> oh, they, just put they just put ammunition in the same category as drugs and pornography, right? They're exposing their ideology, right? So, so then you go to June 20th of this year, okay. um, 2023, the blueprint for the future money system, improving the old, enabling the new. This is, this is where the Bank for International Settlements comes up with a concept called the unified ledger. So the unified oh. ledger is, is a system where it's tokenization. So in the cryptocurrency world, um, in the digital world, tokenization simply means packing up all of your financial data into one package. And in a, like, let's use the, like Bitcoin, for example tokenization of all this financial data. They don't know the source of funds. They don't know the use of funds. They don't even know the owner. It's encrypted. It's private. In a centralized world, 
centralized digital currency, which is CBDC. They know the source of funds. They know the use of funds because they're tracking it. They know the owner and they can, they, it's basically not. So decentralized is immutable and non-programmable, mm -hmm. meaning it can't be changed. Whatever it was when it started, that's what it always will be. Under the new system, under this unified ledger, you can change ownership of that packet, all your real estate transactions, stock accounts, bank accounts, checking accounts, savings accounts, mutual funds, all packeted in there. If they don't like your ideology, they can cut you off from buying or selling. So when I started saying this, people said, Kirk, you're being wild, right? These, these ideas, they can't happen. This is, this is modern world. Well, it happened last week. So last week, Nigel Farage okay. in England, um, he's, he was in charge of Brexit. So he was the politician yes, yes. that brought okay, Brexit, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So big time politician, very socially conservative, conservative politician. Yes. He got cut off from his bank account. So his bank was called Coots, C-O-U-T-T-S. Okay. They're one of the oldest banks in the world, you know, eighth oldest bank in the world, very prestigious, kind of thumb your nose at everybody's, you know, snooty. We only take the ultra wealthy kind of a wealth management bank. Well, Nigel Farage is a very wealthy person, very well-known politician. He got cut off from his bank account because in a 40-page dossier to him, they said the words Brexit like 80 times, the words Russia 144 times, but they also referenced support for Trump, um, zero carbon emissions, and vaccines as, because he's against the things that they're for. So they said, therefore, no access to your money. The same thing happened to Kanye West. Kanye West, of all people. It's like, why? But I guess he says some controversial things, right? But he got blocked from his bank account. Well, then a, a very well-known, this morning, this morning, a very well-known natural doctor, Dr. Mercola, JP Morgan Chase cut him off, his CEO, his CFO, their spouses, and their kids from their bank accounts for an un, unspecified reason, right? It's like, what? Why all those families and why their kids and they could never have an account at J.P. Morgan Chase ever again? So ideology, right? It's this ideology message. They don't like Nigel Farage's message. They don't like Dr. Mercola's message. So this is where they, these politicians, are, they're not even politicians, Amanda. These are people who have jobs at the United Nations or the Bank for International Settlements that we're giving up our sovereign right and authority that God gives leaders of nations to make decisions for their countries, we're giving it up to somebody who has a job and says, hey, yeah. why don't you decide for us, right? But these are the people that says, in the future, you will own nothing and you will like it, quote, right? So, so underneath this, this ledger system, you have the ability to lose access to all of your money because they can change ownership. Fast forward yet again to June 27th through the 29th. The 14th annual meeting of the new champions in Tianjin, China, Cornell University professor. This is where he talked about ammunition, drugs, and pornography. So we go back. Oh, I missed a date. Oh, so. Oh, so, I'm going to so, talk about this date too today. Because if you've got something for today, Dr. Kurt, I'm going to tell okay. you about today. So September 12th of 2022. So this was right after Pippa Malmgren gave her, her speech about programmable money. United Nations A-RES-76-307 resolution talked about the future. 
They talked about dates, September 15th of 2024, the global biometric ID is gonna be tied to all bank accounts. So you're gonna have some kind of a global ID that's biometric to you, probably a fingerprint, tied to all bank accounts. Okay, this is the UN's plan. And then the week later, September 22nd through 24th of 2024, the UN Pact for the Future. This is what this document in 2022 spelled out. They're gonna show the whole world everything that they've accomplished, their total communist, fascist, global control of your bank accounts, the ability to cut you off from buying or selling if they don't like you is all gonna be exposed to the world by September 22nd through 24th of next year. That's the timeline that we are living under, right? So, but here's where in March of this year, the UN actually added something even creepier than all of that. If that wasn't creepy enough, UN Secretary General declared, I propose that the General Assembly provide the Secretary General and the United Nations system with a standing authority to convene and operationalize automatically an emergency platform in the event of a future complex global shock of sufficient scale. What does that mean? We don't have to speculate. They tell us in the next paragraph. Several examples of what could trigger such an emergency authority includes a major climatic event, a future pandemic risk, a global digital connectivity disruption, a major event in outer space, and generic unforeseen risks. And then it goes on to say, who are they gonna have the power over? Well, the stakeholders of the world, which are, they write these out to academics, governments, private sector actors, and international financial institutions. So in, in doing this, they say kind of like COVID, you know, it's gonna have a definite end date, a, a finite time. So COVID's gonna be over in three months or six months or nine months, we're gonna actually release people from their mask mandate and whatever else, right? So how can they know? Well, this is actually what the creepy part about this is, it, while the emergency authority has an initial finite lifespan, the UN would be able to extend it indefinitely if it saw fit to do so, because of any of these risks, pandemic risks or anything else, or a financial shock to the system. So in the financial world, we talk about paradigm shifts, right? So what's going to be the pivot? When are we going to pivot to lower interest rates or higher interest rates? I don't think we're pivoting out of this. I think the pivot is letting the markets collapse, kick the U.S. out of the sandbox, because in, when in fear, people do one of two things. They either don't act, they put their head in the sand like an ostrich in a windstorm and, and just get scared to death and don't do anything, or they make the wrong decision. That's what fear does, either wrong decision or does nothing. We weren't created with fear. We were created with a spirit of sound mind, wisdom, and, and confidence, and boldness, and creativity that God instills in each and every one of us. And that's how we need to act and focus on the solution, not the storm. One of the ways out of this system, I think there's two things. Okay. Number one, tangible assets like silver and gold, because it's not digital. You're not a digital slave in somebody's digital world. You could use yeah. silver for barter, right? In a, yeah. When push comes to shove. Yeah. But but the, the fine, the, it's doing amazing as an investment. Over the last week, silver's up like 11%. Over the last six months, silver's up over... 45% over the last three years since March of 2020, it's up 130%. Okay, that's amazing. Great investment, but really getting out of that digital system in that digital world, something that's tangible that you take delivery of, 
in an IRA or non-IRA is one of the keys to safety and protecting your freedom. Now, option number two isn't undefined. It hasn't happened yet, but it's starting to happen. Numerous okay. states are rising up like Texas proposing a state chartered central bank backed by gold. Alaska is doing the same thing. So what are they saying? We're, we want states' rights. I think there's going to be a rise of states' rights that start to happen where they take control away from the Fed. The federalist system says if a state can do it, then the Fed should have no authority doing it. If the states can't do it, then that's something that the U.S. government should do, like a national defense, for example. But can states have their own banks? Sure they can. So get it out of federal control, right? So, but, so I would encourage every listener and viewer of this Contact your state legislators. They'll actually probably answer the phone and call you back, unlike a U.S. rep or a U.S. senator, right? So, and say, propose legislation to have a state chartered bank in your state. Get out of FDIC control. Yeah. Get out of this federal system. Get out of the FedNow app and have a state chartered bank that you can actually get out of this system with. So, that's a future tense thing. But Ron DeSantis in Florida has already said, we're not going to accept CBDCs in Florida Eight other states have now already legislated that gold can be legal tender in those states. So there's a uh, groundswell of an uprising starting to happen. And what's the common denominator? Tangible assets, something that's real, something that's tangible, something that has value other than a man-created digital system that's all about power and control. That is my goodness gracious. I mean, when you think about when you think about that, the, the scripture verse that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. This is it. This is what the Lord is talking about. You, you, you money either corrupts somebody and they look at it that way or someone looks at money as a tool in their toolbox that they're used to do what the Lord has put them on the earth to do. And so looking at that perspective changes a lot of how that person operates and the morality that they have. Now, interestingly enough today, I don't know if something happened today necessarily big that you know about, but today on the Jewish calendar is Tish B'Av, which is the ninth of Av. And I'm going to tell you everything that happened on the ninth of Av in, in world history. Uh, and in biblical history. So what happened was the spies returned with a bad report. Both holy temples were destroyed. The battle of Batar was lost. The Romans plowed the Beit Hamakadash. Uh, the Jews were expelled from England. The Jews were banished from Spain and both world wars began. Oof. Yes. That's a lot. That's this day, it ends at sundown today, actually. Uh, on on uh, July 27th. It starts the 26th at sundown. It goes to the 27th. So I don't know if you know about anything happening in the world today, That, but if it hasn't happened yet, it probably will, given the track record of this day. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the only thing, I mean, yesterday the Fed raised rates. Today, the European Union raised rates. Japan we this go. week. What's mm -hmm. that? I said, there we go. Keep going. Yep. Yeah. Japan hasn't raised rates for 15 months in a row, even though the rest of the world did. So they're now having to raise rates. They didn't raise their interest rates because they needed to keep their horrible economy stimulated. I mean, it's bad over there, right? But now inflation has persisted so much that, that they have to raise rates to slow that down. So just in the last 48 hours, you know, with today being, you know, sandwiched, 
yesterday, the Fed, today, the European Union, probably tomorrow, Japan, all those countries are raising rates. And this is when you've got the reports coming out and Biden saying, we're winning this war on inflation. It's like, well, baloney, if you're winning the war on inflation, you wouldn't have to raise rates to slow it down, right? It's not, you're not winning that war. Like anybody believes that, right? And so, so we've got these, these issues that are happening. Financial news, it keeps coming out lie after lie after lie. Yeah. You know, did, really, are we to expect that over the last 30 days, Mm-hmm. inflation numbers supposedly went from like 5.8% down to four point. That's a 25% decrease. Go to the grocery store and tell me, did mm-hmm. things actually come down 25% in the last 30 days? No, they did not. So they're fudging the numbers like they always do. They're, they're fudging the unemployment numbers that so initial jobless claims goes up, but yet the continuing jobless claims comes down. It's like, Continuous is people who are still unemployed. It's like, how could that be if every month they keep having more and more people jobless? Well, they're taking people out of the system. People who are so discouraged, they stop looking for work. Does that mean they're all of a sudden employed? No, it just means they're so discouraged. They stop looking for work. They're, they're no longer employed still. So they take those people out to actually help their numbers look good. These numbers came out today, right? Mm-hmm. So so there's a lot, I mean, what that's exposing is more and more lies and manipulation of the data, trying to make themselves look good. So that's nothing right. ground shattering, you know, as we speak that I know of, but what you just mentioned, mm-hmm. I bet we're going to find out something as these internationalists, these globalists are mm-hmm. planning a system to take away control of our financial freedom. And if we lose our financial freedom, the ability to buy or sell, the ability to give to whom we want to, when we want to, where we want to. We lose our religious freedom. We lose our political freedom. We lose our economic freedom. We lose our personal freedom. We lose our health freedom. They're all tied together at the hip. Yes. All of them. Yep. They do. They they all grow in some ways out of the same root. They all grow out of the same root. What I want to do is our viewers are, are they're filling up the chat with questions right now because I've been watching. So we're going to start putting up some questions for Dr. Kirk to answer. And he also what I'm going to have you do, too, after we answer some questions is maybe you could go over them when they go on your page, when they go on the link that we've posted here. Uh, what what do they do when they go on that page? OK, so if you want to cover that first and then we'll yeah. get to the questions. So. You know, if if any of what I said sounds like, oh, my word, I've got to protect myself, either call us 720-605-3900 and just say Amanda sent me, right? (laughs) Or because then I'll know what you were we were talking about, right? It's like, (laughs) or just go to kirkelliottphd.com forward slash grace. And, and what will happen is you'll talk to one of my amazing concierge team and say, what was it that Kirk and Amanda were talking about that caused you to want to reach out? They'll ask you a few questions and and then we'll get put on a calendar, one of our advisors, and we'll we'll dig in deep. We'll hear about your fears, your goals, your 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 aspirations, what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then we'll strategically together put together a system for you to actually thrive during this upcoming economy and what's coming in this central bank digital currency, because there are solutions. This is how I can talk about this garbage that these politicians are shoving down our throats and still smile 
because there's a solution. I'm not focused on the storm, focused on the answer, right? Which Holy Spirit guidance gives us these things. We just have to know how to identify them. So that's how the process would work. Call us, go to that form, kirkelliotphd.com forward slash grace, and they'll be put on one of our calendars to actually go over that with you. And that's a free consultation. Never charge for that ever, right? In 29 years of doing this, we want to help people. This is my mandate from God. This is our anointing, our calling, our gifting, what we're good at. And we like to bring peace into the hearts and minds of people, that financial peace that has escaped so many of us. Okay. So Barbara is asking, what percentage of your savings uh, should I put into precious metals? It's a really good question. Everybody's a little bit different because you all have different debt and different income needs and everything else. But generally speaking, without knowing anything else, I would say have three to six months of expenses in cash, right? The rest I would put into silver. I wouldn't even put money into gold right now. I would only do silver and I would only do bullion type silver. Maximize your ounces, minimize your cost. There's there, not all silver is created equal. Not all gold is created equal. Um, we, we sell low cost, low premium bullion. It's a global commodity. We don't have to make a market for it, which makes it liquid. So I would say outside of three to six months of expenses, the rest should go into silver for right now. Time and place for everything. Wonderful. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Um, will this be considered currency? Okay. You were just talking about bullion. So this is a good question from Melissa. I have managed to buy 90% pre-1965 silver dimes and quarters. Will this be considered currency like eagles? In a barter world, anything is currency, right? Anything that has value to somebody else you can use to trade back and forth. See, under that tokenization process that that we were talking about, packing up all your financial data, even your real estate. The only thing that I think bypasses that is something that's private. See, when you buy tangible assets like gold or silver that you take delivery of, real estate's a tangible asset, but it has a title you pay property taxes on. It's not private, right? So so you have to have something that's private. Now, those those pre-65 dimes and quarters, I like them except they're too expensive. Right now, the premiums have gone up too much. Our goal, minimize your cost. If you're paying more than, with silver being at like $25 an ounce roughly today, if you're paying more than 30 bucks an ounce, you're paying too much for silver. Mm-hmm. If you're paying more than like $2,200 an ounce for gold, you're paying too much. Okay. Right? Because you start to get into semi-numismatic, semi-rare, rare stuff. I mean, that's not good for barter. That's not good for anything. I, I just don't know how... I've, I've been doing this for 29 years. People don't recover from that kind of stuff. So, so if you're paying more than that, it, it's too much, right? So, so here's where those would be considered currency in a barter world. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want to use them as a currency that you bring to the bank because the face value on a quarter is 25 cents. There's yes. like $4 worth of silver in it. They're not going to give you the value of the silver. They're going to give you the face amount so you don't want to use it as currency in that respect. Mm-hmm. You would only use it for barter. There's a better way to do it. I wouldn't even do silver eagles. I wouldn't do Canadian maple leaves. I wouldn't do guineas. I wouldn't do any of those things. Government issued silver is too expensive. I would just do generic one ounce refinery rounds, 99.995% pure silver because it's the lowest cost per ounce that you can get on the planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
see, this is all good information for our viewers to know. Okay, Brenda's asking, how about your 401k plan? Okay, ding, 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 the tricky question of the day, right? So so 401ks are, are not owned by you. They're owned by your company that you work for. So they'll give you options, 20 or 30 or 40 different mutual funds you yep. can pick from, right? Now, if you're still working at that company, there's very little you can do unless you're 59 and a half or older, then you can do an in-service rollover, roll that into an IRA, which is a tax-free rollover, then you can allocate into physical silver or physical gold, not paper. Whenever I'm talking about silver or gold, I'm not talking about ETFs, mining shares, mutual funds. I'm talking about 100-ounce bars, 10-ounce bars. Physical, ounce bars. physical. Physical, physical yes. yes. Okay. So if you're still there, it can be done if you're over 59 and a half. If it's an old 401k, you retired, you're no longer there. Well, it's simple. It's just an IRA rollover. You roll it into an IRA, which you can do. Okay, wonderful. Now, this is an interesting question. Jeannie is asking, uh, what about us older Social Security direct deposit? What should we do? Uh, it's a hard one because I have a feeling this is just my gut speaking, you know, because if you have that, you're, it's direct deposit into your bank. What if your bank doesn't allow anything unless you take the FedNow app? See, this is how they're going to pull everybody into this beast type system. Right. It's like, well, it's government run bank. I mean, here's here's the bad marketing. If I if I worked for the Federal Reserve or, yeah. or the Bank for International Settlements, like, hey, everybody, if we got a deal for you, we're a government run digital bank with the ability to cut you off from buying or selling. If we don't like you, you want in. It's like, well, that's what they're selling. Right? It is. Yeah. So so how could they get anybody to buy into that? You know, as, as you read through the scriptures, it's like, how could this Antichrist guy be so popular? It's like, he's awful. It's like, who would buy into this system? Why would people take the mark? Well, it's because if you have what that, that was just explained, it's like, what if they said, you're not getting your social security unless you get the Fed now app because mm -hmm. we're government run. Well, then you have this moral ethical choice to make, right? Yeah. Or, or you, by that point, hopefully we have a state chartered bank you just change banks that doesn't exactly. use a FedNow app and, mm -hmm. and you go there. So you have to be nimble. You have to be wise, right? And you just stay in touch with our office because we'll be we'll be talking about all this stuff. You know, when if it comes down to where all banks are doing that, I will move all of our company assets into a state chartered bank because I'm not taking that system. I don't care. No. I'm not taking a it. A lot of people don't. I think they're going to have a hard time selling this uh, to the masses, uh, especially right now. This is not something that the masses are going to, I think, take lying down, uh, to be honest. Now, Deborah is asking, do you have to validate silver bullion at a cost to prove it's not counterfeit, which would involve a separate fee? Someone told me this. Was it a tactic to get me to buy something else? Yeah, it was a tactic to get you to buy something else, something go, more expensive. Now, anything that we sell, we drop ship from the depository. In North America, all the COMEX depositories, they validate everything that goes in there, right? We use the Texas Precious Metals Depository. They use numerous testing methods. It goes in there when you send it back to lock in your profits. Yes. We have you send it there. If you're dealing with a dealer that takes inventory from people off the streets and they resell it, there's no way to really test that. I wouldn't buy it from a local mom and pop shop. I wouldn't buy it from eBay. I wouldn't buy it from a pawn shop. They don't have the testing, right? But the the North American depository system is very safe. Never had a counterfeit issue. Now, 
if you're in another country, because I know, uh, Amanda, you have an, an international audience, yes. I wouldn't trust anything from a depository in, in Southeast Asia, in Eastern Europe, in India. I, I just simply wouldn't because most everything that comes from those places is counterfeit. Only trust um, U.S. depository, North American or Western Europe. That's fine, too depository systems because it's already been tested and verified as long as it drop ships directly from there. If it's coming from a company, you can't validate, you can't verify it. Right. So you have to know who you're dealing with. Okay. That's good information. Joan Rowe is asking, what if our money is tied in a state retirement system help? So you're talking about your, your teacher or road worker, some kind of a state employee, um, you can't do anything with that until you actually retire, get fired, quit, whatever. So and at that point, you can roll it into an IRA. Unt while you're still there, I believe that the stock market's probably ripe for 30 to 80% correction. The bond market's toast in a rising interest rate environment. So while you're just sitting there, I would reallocate into their cash position, just into a money market very defensive posture, right? You're like sitting on the sideline, not participating in the markets, but you're falling behind due to inflation. True. But at least it's better than market corrections that I believe are coming and they're probably coming quickly. Yeah, I agree. Okay. We'll take one last question. This is good. Kathy's asking, if you buy bullions, can the IRS or government confiscate them? I think because they're a reportable asset. Sure. Yeah. Well, they're not reportable on purchase. They're reportable when you sell them and, and you have to report okay. capital gain. So okay. as you buy them, they're completely private. Mm -hmm. Now, confiscation, interesting topic, right? So yeah. ultimately, the government can do whatever the government wants to do, right? So don't buy the stupid stories of, oh, it's old, it's rare, it's high price. The government won't confiscate those because they didn't back in the 1940s, right? It's like such an old law. See, modern day confiscation, I would not be concerned about the government raiding depositories or looking for gold or silver physical ever again, because only 2% of the population owns gold, only 0.9% owns physical silver. If I know politicians and I advise many of them, right? And so, so what do they want? They want the most bang for their buck. So if they're going to confiscate, they're not going to go after 0.9% of the population. They're going to do what they've already legislated. In the Dodd-Frank bill, bail-ins. They did this in Venezuela, Argentina, other countries already as well, Cyprus, Greece. Bail-ins are a one-off, basically special use tax. That's like, let's say we're going to do a bail-in of 10%. So you had 100 grand in your checking account tonight. Tomorrow, you're going to have 90 grand. If they're going to go after the low-lying fruit, the things that they already know about, your checking account, savings account, brokerage account, you know, yeah. 401ks where they can actually get it with the flip of a switch. They're not going to do the hard thing, which only 0.9% of the population owns, go around collecting people's gold or silver with a dolly and some guy in a gray jumpsuit, you know, at the depository, trying to figure out who it belongs to because it's not reportable when you purchase it, only when you sell it, right? So, so I don't think that that's going to happen again like it did in the 30s. Different time, different place, right? Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. Different time, different place. And and they're changing. Uh, they're changing the rules of engagement a lot to suit their. And they are. Mm -hmm. They are. Uh, Dr. Kirk, Elliott, thank you so much for doing this for us. Um, one more question. And we'll ask this because Deborah's asking, is silver in a depository safe? 
Depends on the depository. Not all depositories are created equal. The one that we use in, in Texas, numerous reasons why, and I'm gonna explain this really, really fast. So that depository has singular ownership. You're the only one that has a right to a claim to the asset. They do not. If you have a joint ownership depository, they could sell it over and over and over again because they joint own it. That's how they make more money. Segregated storage at the one we use in Texas, meaning whatever you buy, you get the same stuff back. They're not overselling it. It's not like some allocated ounces in a large pool. They have 100% insurance coverage on the account. Unlike FDIC that caps out 100%, doesn't matter how big your account is. Lastly, these intangible tangibles, I've known the owners for like 20 years. They're patriots, like we are God-fearing people. And it's in Texas. Texas is very favorable towards precious metals. You'd have to get past their National Guard to get to it, right? So, so other depositories, I don't trust. There's only like a couple in the country that I would out of all of them. And Texas is the safest because of those reasons and really because of my relationship with the owners. I, I don't trust a lot of people. I, I truly just simply don't. Maybe that's a personality flaw of mine. But when I do, I will, I will validate them and trust them until the cows come home, right? Because they think like we do. They love God. They, they are all about your safety and preservation of your assets. That's why we use the one in Texas. That's, that's great to know. That's an excellent explanation of that. So if you would like to, to learn more, to, to get on their schedule, uh, to discuss what's going on in your life, uh, you can go to kirkelliotphd.com forward slash grace uh, today. And Kirk and his team will be happy to take care of you. So Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been very informative. It's very. been awesome. I loved it. Thank you. And thank you for answering our viewers' questions because of they course. always like to hear it, you know, from the horse's mouth. They always like to hear it, you know, from you. Uh, it, you know, these, these, all these things running through their mind right now with what they see happening. And so it kind of puts them at ease to have you answer them and make it in a way they can understand. So we very much appreciate that. It's my pleasure. Anytime. Thank you. We will be having Dr. Kirk back on. We will let you know when. So thank you. And God bless you, everyone, for uh, joining us today. Cyrus has been a good boy. This, he is actually out cold on the bed. Let me see if I can move over. There he is. There's Cyrus. He has not left mommy's side this entire broadcast. Uh, so he has been he has been wonderful through this. Also, um, we're going to be uh, uh, posting uh, a, a post because we had to take in on emergency last night uh, a couple of new animals at the sanctuary. So we're going to leave we're going to leave it with a cliffhanger, and you're going to have to see the social media post to see what happened. Uh, and who we took in. So thank you everyone for joining us. Cyrus knows the broadcast is done. He's leaving. God bless everyone. Keep the faith. Armor up according to Ephesians chapter six, Psalm 91, every single day. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. God bless. We are going to be back on, I believe Monday, we will announce, but Monday is going to be um, a very in-depth broadcast. So there are some things I have been tracking and I have been watching and putting together with the Lord. And so we're going to talk about that on Monday. So mark your calendars. God bless everyone. And I have to tell you something, they work.
it is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar anxiety pain neuropathy to immune system boost dog pain they are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma we are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues I yeah. tried the pain patches and, yeah. and they worked when I used them when you connect it to your body the skin patch changes changes your brainwaves. Sugar, this one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby, actually, because Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out and wow he's boom and he got power i said no way and i don't know i said amanda what what did you do to him to <laughs> so it's good if you are looking for an excellent doctor if you are looking to get healthier if you are looking to understand why the things in your body operate the way they do, go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood of the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, Oklahoma are there to help you with all of your medical needs. In fact, I am a patient of the Functional Medical Institute. And God bless Dr. Sherwood because Chris was a tough nut to crack on this. But after over a year and a half, Chris is finally on board. He is a patient of Dr. Sherwood's and him listening and, and implementing what Dr. Sherwood has taught him has made a difference in his life. So if you are interested and curious as to what they do, if you'd like to make an appointment, if you'd like to see what products they have, because they have some amazing products, go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Thank you. You want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing. You can go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARC. ARK to save up to 66% or sometimes more off of all my pillow products. They are so much more than just pillows. They have amazing bathrobes, they have sheets, they have slippers, they of course have pillows, and they even have dog beds. And I will tell you a fun fact, Noble Arcade at the Animal Sanctuary that many of you know and love has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you'd like to be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARK. God bless everyone. If you are looking for advice on financial matters, if you think gold and silver is something that you should invest in, go to bh-pm.com today. Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals, who's been on Ark of Grace many times, he loves to answer our viewer questions. In fact, he's answered all sorts of questions about gold, silver, the markets, even the real estate market he's been kind enough to answer questions about. So if you would like more information, if this is something you would like to invest in, please go to bh-pm.com today. That is bh-pm.com. Hello, everyone. It's Amanda Grace. I'm here to talk to you today about this incredible product that I use every day 
called Power Team. It is 130 raw superfoods. And I have to tell you, it is one of the most amazing products I have ever used. I take it every day. It helps me with energy. It helps feed my cells at the cellular level. It helps me with clarity and focus. It helps with so many things and functions in your body, including your gut as well. So if you would like to learn more about this product, if you would like to learn the 130 raw superfoods that are in this product, please go to the link below or you can go to arcofgrace-ministries.com and go to our shop section and you will find Power Team there as well. Thank you, everyone. If you would like to grow your own food with what we see going on right now in the world with not only food supplies, but what they are doing to our food, you can go to amandagracegrows.com. These are amazing hydroponic growers. In fact, we have one in our parrot room, and this is an indoor one we have where you can grow food all year round, actually. Vegetables all year round. And we are doing that, actually, for our birds and our animals at our sanctuary they also have outdoor ones they actually yield 30 percent more and grow the vegetables three times faster so if you would like to learn more go to amandagracegrows.com god bless hello everyone it's amanda grace i'm here to talk to you today about reawaken america i have had the honoring and humbling privilege of being able to be part of Reawaken America since the first one was had at Rima Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma in April of 2021. I have watched so many moments happen for the glory of God at Reawaken America. We have seen people healed, delivered, set free. We love to pray for people at Reawaken America. We have had the honor of praying alongside some amazing people uh, Marty Grisham from Loudmouth Prayer, Pastor Todd Coconado, who also deals in deliverance. And we have seen people's lives changed. We have seen them set free. We have seen people who are come seeking. And the Lord says, when you seek, you shall find. And you knock, the door shall be opened unto you. They have been seeking and those seeds get planted for the glory of God at Reawaken America. The word of God says it is the knowledge of the truth that shall set you free. And this is what we are doing at Reawaken America. You get biblical truth. You get a foundation of the word of God. And you also get necessary information right now to help you understand what is going on in America and the world. And I am humbled and honored that General Flynn and Clay Clark would even let me be a part of this. And People need the word of the Lord in this hour. That is what they need. They need those who are willing to boldly stand up and with the conviction and the authority from God, speak the word of the Lord into their lives. It is a catalyst. It is life changing. And, and we praise the Lord that we have continued in this. And we hope to see you at upcoming events that are happening this year. We hope we get to pray over you at these upcoming events.